0: This is the Watch Post Podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org well good morning and welcome back to the watch post podcast my name is Mel black today we are going to continue a bit in Ephesians um, we are doing a reading through the book of Ephesians Lord willing we will get through it um, but we're, today we are going to go to Ephesians 1 5 um, and I'm going to go back into verse 4 because it it parallels with verse 5 so starting verse 4 it says even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. I mean, these are incredible verses. This is the work of God. This is what God has been doing throughout all of human history, um, is working uh, towards the redemption of mankind to bring about salvation from sin, to bring about salvation um, from the world and from the devil. And this is the adoption that he has made available to all of us in Christ. This is the, the working of God. Um, what we should understand about God, is that God is adamantly opposed to all sin, all evil, and that God's purpose is to root out all sin and evil within um, his entire creation. And so God has begun this work um, since the beginning, but he he has begun this work in Christ, bringing about this redemption by his blood, so that in Christ we may have a newness of life, we may be Born again into the nature of Christ so that we can walk away from sin, away um, from this world, away from the mindset of the devil, and we can actually walk now in holiness. Um, Never perfectly, um, but we can walk so much more in righteousness than I think that the church today really realizes. And that this is what Christ has saved us to. This is what Jesus delivers us from. And so this is Christ's purpose. This is what God is is doing through Jesus is he is bringing about this redemption and this is what God's salvation is he is saving us from sin and he is saving us from his wrath Um, and he shows that those who do not turn those who do not receive Christ um, will be judged by God if we look at Matthew 16 verse 27 it says for the son of man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his father and then he will repay each person according to what he does And then if we go back actually to Matthew 13 verse 41, I mean, he's talking about the separation between the wheat and the weeds, and he says um, how this is parallel to what Christ will do when he returns again. He says, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed is the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so it will be at the end of the age. Now now here verse 31 is, is the point. The son of man will send his angels and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin in all lawbreakers and throw them into the fiery furnace. This is what we need to understand at, at the heart of God um, is that his redemption and his judgment are all in the same vein, the same vein of holiness, the same vein of judging sin. Um, and what we need to understand about God's adoption of us, what we need to understand about the will of God is that it is always for holiness. I think this point is something we need to especially say today because it's very Evident that so much of our mentality about the forgiveness of Christ is kind of that God has has atoned for our sins and therefore we're okay, and that's it. That's the end of the story. Rather than seeing that the will of God is holiness. I think a wonderful verse to illustrate this is Acts 3:26. It says, "God having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning every one of you from your wickedness. This is the love of God. This is the blessing of God. This is the grace of God to turn us from our sin. And in Christ, He has made a way that we, we are forgiven, we are atoned for, but also to bring us into newness of life so that we no longer walk in sin. And so we need to see that the adoption of God, um, the, the work of God is, is this. It is that setting us apart for holiness. It is that setting us apart um, from the world, from the devil, from our sin, and unto God. This is the holiness of Christ. This is what Jesus died for. When we think that Jesus died for anything less than this, then we actually pervert the grace of God. We pervert the blood of God. I mean, this is a very dangerous attitude to have, but instead we should see that Christ has blessed us by turning us from our wickedness, that Christ has blessed us um, to to take the wrath of God on our behalf, and He has opened a way way for us to walk with God. And this is the adoption of the sons of God. This is the adoption um, that God has has done for us. We are to be like Christ. Christ is the, the only begotten Son of God, and we are to be like Jesus and be the sons of God in this world. This is what we are called to in our predestination. Um, And this is the will of God, that God has been working since before the foundations of the world, since the beginning of time. So when we look at the forgiveness of God, when we look at the predestination of God, we look at the adoption, um, we should see again what is reflected in verse 4, that he is He has saved us to holiness and to be blameless in his sight, and that this is what defines mercy. I think this is so important to say today because we talk about love, we talk about mercy, and today those words mean something different in our minds um, than the will of God. We don't understand that God's mercy is one and the same with his judgment of sin, that God's mercy is to save us from sin, not to save us to live in our sin, and that those who turn from sin, who walk in in the power of Christ's life, those are the sons of God, those are the children of God, and that is who God is looking for. He's looking for his Christians to be people who truly obey the command in Scripture, to truly turn from sin, from the world, from the devil, and from serving ourselves to live now for his sake and for him, to live for holiness, to live for righteousness in this world. I have a few good verses in mind to illustrate this. First, 2 Corinthians 5.15. This really shows us what the, the will of God actually is in his redemption. It says, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Is this not what's reflected in the gospel? If we look at, at Mark 8, it says, in calling the crowd to him with his disciples, he said to them, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel, will say that this is what we are called to. We are called to live for Christ. We are called to turn away from sin and holiness. And this is what God says he has blessed us with. This is what God says he's adopted us to. Um, and this is the this is the grace and the mercy and the love of God. Because God stands opposed to, to sin. He stands opposed to wickedness. And this is what we must see um, in the the verses I read to you in Matthew 13. And I believe it was 16 where Jesus is saying um, that he is, he's going to come again. And he's, he's not going to come and, and just ignore sin. He's going to destroy every single um, place that there is, there is sin and wickedness. It says again, uh, Matthew thirteen forty one. the son of man will send his angels and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers. We need to understand that the blessing and the mercy, the grace, the redemption, everything that God has done for us is one in the same with holiness. It is never in contradiction to it. To emphasize this point fully, I'm going to turn to Titus 2 verse 11 through 14. It's one of my favorite passages, so I do read it quite regularly, but it says, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Here's the grace of God, here's the salvation of God, and what is its purpose? Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in the present age. Uh, Skipping down to verse 14, talking of Jesus saying, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all what lawlessness, and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. This is the redemption of Christ. This is the blessing, the adoption, the predestination. And we don't understand that this is what predestination is, to call us out of sin, to save us from sin, to save us from the judgment of God against sin. Yes, but to save us from sin itself, um, then we do not understand what God has done in the redemption of Christ. And we don't understand um, who we are meant to be as the children of God, who we are meant to be in the adoption and the predestination of God. This alone is what Jesus has purchased with his blood. If we have anything else in mind, it's a perversion of what Christ has done for us. God has made a way for us. He has made a way for us to to live with Christ in heaven. But the way is holiness. The way is turning away from sin. Matthew Henry on this verse says, All who are chosen to happiness as the end are chosen to holiness as the means. This is the way. This is the way of God. God's mercy is not in contradiction with holiness. It is the very means that he has opened to us in Christ. And let us take courage and heart here that if God has meant that this is the way to holiness, uh, this is the way to God, this is the the path we are meant to walk on, then that is exactly what God will enable us to walk in in Christ. This is what we are meant to see of Jesus is that he is the, the true power of holiness within our lives, um, and that we are able by Him to truly walk now in righteousness. We are redeemed from sin. We are redeemed from evil. Um, and this is what it means to be the children of God. We are no longer of this world, but we are set apart from this world unto God. And so I hope we understand um, a little bit more about the heart and the will of God. It says in Ephesians 1, 5, According to the purpose of his will, this is the will of God. Um, and this is what we are meant to understand. And and when we understand that this is the will of God, I um, mean, we walk according to it. We have peace with God. We have um, we understand the purposes of God. And we are we are walking now with uh, God's will and not against it. And so I hope we understand more and more of what God um desires for us, what God has done in Christ, what his purposes in Jesus are um, to save us from his wrath, but to save us from sin, um, to save us from hell, to save us from our own wickedness. Um, And this is the wonderful redemption of Christ. So I hope to see you all again tomorrow. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.